1: Hello and welcome back to the You Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I
0: am
2: Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's happening? What's you know, going down?
1: Someone wrote in the reviews that um, when I say hello on this podcast in the beginning, um, that I, I, I'm like Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, hello! hello. And now I will. Now it's in my head, and now I will never be able to say it without feeling self-conscious. So thank you to the reviewer. That is actually Mrs. Doubtfire is actually one of my favorite movies. Great movie.
2: Um, Also, like just generational, like of like if Mrs. Doubtfire makes you go
1: hello, you're a certain age,
2: (laughs) right? Some people
1: do not get it.
2: Right. You're uh, if you're Gen Z or like above millennial, you know, if you're Gen X, Gen Z, maybe even. Gen X probably does Gen, it. I
1: think Gen X. It's like from the early 90s. I think that's even more their movie than ours. Is Gen Z
2: as removed as our parents from us? Like, I think so. Is that generation just so different? Candace, how old are you? I'm
1: 29.
2: Oh, okay. so you're in on. You're in our, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're, okay, you're one of I, the olds. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not
1: one of the olds. Cusping oh, young.
2: <laughs> I'm above a cusp. cusping. I'm okay. above a
1: cusp.
2: Okay. Above a cusp. People, it, it is weird that like no one wants to be the generation.
1: Really? You we quit. are, we are so completely, or I don't want to say we, cause you're older than me. Mm, I excuse am. Excuse so, me. <laughs> I am like the, uh, quintessential, uh, millennial. You're, I in, think. The, you're yes. in the,
2: you're in the fat part of the bell curve.
1: Yes. Cause I think it's, I'm pretty sure the years you have to be born are like 1982 to 1996. I okay, believe, is that so?
2: Yes, I'm 85, so I'm elder millennial. Yes,
1: you would be an elder. You're. I am like flat in the like the median. Right. So if it's 82 to 96, that means um, that's 14 years. So 82 plus seven, 89. That is me sh- smack in the middle of the of uh. You and my generation. brother,
2: that's the millennial, yes. you know, if we were to, like, your average millennial, you guys are that.
1: Yes, but we always said, we we talked about this, too, with, like, Betches. It's, like, mm. we, Betches kind of speaks to, a, like, a, many millennials, and I think that's because we are, like, very much, three of us born in that, 1989, just like Taylor Swift. Right. The four of us. You
2: are the brand. <laughs> well, I mean, Taylor, that's why people connect, such a wide group connects with Taylor. Like, yeah. And that's why such a Y group uh, connects, connects with Betches. Betches yeah. And yeah, it makes a lot of, some of these things make sense in a mathematical way that makes you feel small in this great big universe of ours. Yes. You know, like uh, why are things the way, and then you go, well, A
1: plus B equals C. Exactly. It just makes sense.
2: You're just a bag in the wind. Yes. <laughs> hey jordana (laughs) so what's going on it's such a good movie i mean it's such a good movie a movie that maybe couldn't
1: be i hate saying i don't think it could be made today i hate
2: when people say it could be made today because we still watch it today but i do understand you couldn't make it today you can watch it today
1: yeah i mean as someone who you know who had divorced parents Mm. big fan of comedy and robin williams it was really you know i would always do a double take in my nanny after seeing that movie. Just to, just to make sure it wasn't my dad. Dad? <laughs> Do I look that bad I mean, today? You know, like, my, bro- my brother talks about this all the time. Uh, who he, he's, he is an elder millennial mm. as well. And he'll be like, the concept of that movie is so insane. Like, he would be arrested. like
2: Oh, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Right. Like, uh, uh, there's a great joke that um, comedian Mike Racine, he did it on Late Night. Um, go watch it. Just Google Microscene, okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. And the premise is like when she finds out, she goes, the whole time. The whole
3: time. The whole time.
2: It's a very iconic. A lot of iconic <laughs> drive by fruiting. Yes. A drive by fruiting is a great there's also a lot of great hysterical. lines. Yes. Um, but he says the whole time he'd be like, it'd be weird if it wasn't the whole time. Like there's a woman locked up. <laughs> Like Racine, he's very funny. That's so um funny. but if you google his name and and that and Mrs. Doubtfire the bit will come up cuz he did it on I remember he did it on like a tonight show or Conan or something like that. But yeah, yeah the movie there are, I don't know I I it's kind of a you know to bring it to dating there are, the, the the there are, there are these things that make you feel comfy cozy. Mm-hmm. When you say Mrs. Doubtfire and then you got uh, it I, immediately in my head, we both knew. <laughs> you know like you go it's nice to feel connected to people, and then you go on a date with someone like. That's why when someone's like, you know, you know, I'll, I'll mention, I won't mention names, but Nick Vial dating a twenty-year-old or whatever the fuck she is, he's alright. you know, like, I, won't, I won't mention names, oh, but oops. he doesn't want us on his podcast.
1: Oh yeah, he doesn't
2: want to be the worst person on his own podcast. He hates I guess. Us. Yeah, he doesn't want us on. He doesn't want you know, I don't know. So, but you go,
1: we're cool with it. <laughs>
2: Should we cut that out? No, I don't know. No, okay, that whatever. Cares. I mean, Nick, we're we're willing, ready what and we able. Do?
1: Just let us know what we did.
2: We just want to come on your podcast and steal your audience from you. Yeah, that's it. That's how he feels. That's how. You that's think? probably why he won't have us on.
1: I know he worked hard for that audience. He went on The Bachelor like 15, 15 times. Yeah, the
2: guy <laughs> so, went to work, had I get a lot it. of work done in the now, hospital to get those abs.
1: No, we're definitely not getting on.
2: Allegedly. <laughs> 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 ah, he stinks. Won't have us on.
1: Yeah. We're 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 coming with the the Betches brand, you know. You, we were willing to trade goods. Guess what, Nick? We're gonna you, be, we're gonna be on one day, no Whether you no. know it or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this will be on. He'll play this clip and yeah, make fun of us or something. But it's a
1: war. We're starting a war. I,
2: that's like, the only way to go, yeah. I guess. We I, gotta why be not?
1: controversial. Yeah.
2: We'll yeah, try. but when you date like someone who's 21, I'm 38. Right. If I, you know, what's I, the youngest you would go? Focker date. Um, Two different things.
1: Of, give me both.
2: Give me both. <laughs> I'm not looking to date someone 27 and below. Okay. Date.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny because. 27 seems fair. Raya,
2: I, this makes me sound stupid or naive, but Raya, I don't think you're allowed. You can't really switch the ages okay. that you're searching. Maybe you can, but I haven't cracked that code. But you, you get a lot of young, and Raya's a lot of young people it's just younger and you'll like 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 you know the way i move through an app is the way probably most guys move through a dating app so you know lesson to be learned here you're moving quick it's not like you and you go oh and then you like a 25 year old you match you go what are we gonna do we're not gonna talk well like like
1: is that part of your sex age
2: i hate to say yes but like i you know what what is
1: it 21 plus
2: No, I can't imagine at, the, at 38 having. I can't okay. imagine that. Too young. That's too young.
1: She's too young for you, bro.
2: Too young for That's me, bro. That's another reference. What's that from?
1: <laughs> the internet? Too young for you, bro. Is that a thing? That's definitely a thing. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a thing just if generally. She, if she does whatever, she's too young for you, bro. Right?
2: Oh, this is like yeah. on the subject of this conversation. Are you too
1: old for she's too young for you, bro? That's
2: how old I am. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Jersey
1: Shore. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, if he doesn't know she's too young for you, bro, he might be too, too old, old for, for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. You know. But I, I think the movie quote thing is very. It's kind of like people really love that, and I think it's because it you feel a sense of comfort, almost like something we talk about. You know, someone went to your high school or went to your college. Right. You're like, oh, well, this person kind of knows the people I know, the things I know. And knowing a movie quote is sort of a way to do that with someone more random in the world.
2: Well, to know if they have the same humor as you. That's why we had a couple weeks ago someone being like, I'm a big movie quote person. They're not.
1: Yes. I mean, that was a little weird. Well,
2: we were like, that's a little weird. To me, I think we both kind of came to this conclusion of like, that's a good way to just know that you, you know, personalities are not matching. You're blaming this very easy thing. Right. Oh, it's the movie quotes. Now, maybe you two don't just get along. You're not the same.
1: Right. You're trying to like almost like, make it a black or white thing.
2: Right. I'm a movie quote person. You know, I'm not a movie quote person. I knew, hello! You know, like, I knew. You know, like, I'm not, like, a mem- You know, whatever. So, yeah, that's why I always think, like, how do people connect of that differing of ages? Like-
1: Yeah, I don't know. Because Connect over- I
2: know I wouldn't.
1: It always seems like more of a- The bigger the age gap, the more it seems like a blatant, like- Trade of sex for money. Uh, that's it, usually it, what you. That's usually what it. What it appears to be. The larger the age gap,
2: right? I. I would also argue if I wanted to go deeper. Yeah. If I wanted to make you know do my like you know do an impression of Dr. Naomi. Okay. Let's hear um. It. I would say like a, an exchange of comfort for status. You right. know You know, sex is the dirty, icky way to look at it. I understand. There's also a thing with men of like. You know, you, you you catch your tiger and put the the head on the wall, so right. to speak. Say so it there's in the
1: ickiest way, right? Yes.
2: To, <laughs> to make it even ickier. Yes,
1: to not he's, objectify no,
2: anyone. Yes. Let me just objectify yes. a little more. No, but right. that's kind of yeah. you know. These are questions we would have had for Nick if he had wanted to come on this podcast and had us on. But yeah. uh, you know, I guess we won't be able to ask him.
1: How old is Nick?
2: Eighty five.
1: No, that's Al Pacino. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he's
2: got to be around my age, thirty eight. 42. 42. Come on. Nick. Oh, come on.
1: Twice she's How old is she? Twice your age.
2: How old is she so we're not like talking out of school? 13. <laughs> <laughs> 18 year age gap. 18,
1: 18 year age gap? No, but they 18. So what, she's 24? That doesn't tell the story. 24. 24. 24.
2: And they're now married how many years? They got married? They're engaged. First engaged.
1: They've been together how many years? Yeah. yeah. Together how long? You know, we were saying the same thing about um, on the At Batches podcast about Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, grow up.
2: Well, <laughs> we talked about it here. We talked about Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, we did, yes. And his, I uh, I said here, his explanation was at least honest or the PR he a, agent. He has
1: an explanation? What was his explanation? I, he,
2: we talked about this. The, the PR agent basically was like, when at a certain age, these women seem to want more.
1: Oh, yes. And he was, doesn't okay. want more. Yes.
2: And it, it was a female PR agent, obviously, like he okay. did the most pr so saying- You go, okay, that's an honest version of like, at that point they're looking to settle down and I am Leo D looking to right. never settle down. So
1: you're saying it's like Leonardo DiCaprio is better because at least he's not like marrying them. <laughs>
2: it's weird to say that. I, I guess, I, I to me, like the non-marriage is an admission right. that we don't have much in common at this point. You know, maybe he is stunted, Leo, as a. Yeah, right. Grow up, as you're saying, Mm -hmm. grow up. Like, you would have to imagine that mentally he's, you know, honestly, like as a child star, I would understand. He's a child star. The guy was on Growing Pains, you know, or Facts of Life. What was I think it was Growing Growing Pains. Pains. Yeah. He was a young kid star. So, like, I could understand that you just are stunted if you get famous at.
1: I 18 guess. as
2: as as kind of the boy you know
1: but there are a lot of child stars that you know just get married
2: sure or I, like then, date someone
1: age appropriate even right if they're I not guess getting one, married
2: <laughs> one doesn't inform the other i guess but right. i could understand it that you're like you know right. that that's a hard life to lead into adulthood
1: yeah and that's not to say that you can't have people with an age gap who have a happy relationship of course that's not
2: to me 58 yeah. and 40 i get it
1: yeah. Well you know, that's like once you're you But know.
2: eighteen years. That's why right. eighteen years doesn't tell the story. That's true. You know, like
1: Right. Twenty four and forty two is like It's a different story we're yeah. telling. You right. know? I mean he's emotionally stunted too. He's been on The Bachelor probably since he's like twenty five. <laughs> we're back to I thought we were trying to get away from that. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying no, I you're think right. when you live on reality T V it's almost like you're be you're a Sure. You know, you're a you're a engagement uh a star. Like <laughs> right, and
2: if the the most if the most um, interesting thing about you is your relationships, you, you know you have to go. Well, I gotta have like the most crazy style of relationship. I guess it's not the most crazy, but right. I needed something that makes the news. You know, like Andy Dorfman, yes, got married, and yeah. Liza was on that did her f- styling. Yeah, so when hers came up, it wasn't like it. it, it, it we did have a kind of a discussion of like man she's been around a while yeah but then her engagement was just like quietly engaged to some guy you know it wasn't like this story
1: right well that's how you could feel like you know kind it kind of feels more authentic to us right yeah because you're like it's not for the a press moment right not, not to say that nick's yeah, engagement no. is for a press moment but yeah, no you know what
2: who, I mean? come on why would a, a guy who goes on the bachelor five times <laughs> wants a it's press right. moment why would you even assume such a thing?
1: we're never getting on we're never
2: going to get off from Nick, this. subject if you
1: want to come on here and defend yourself open invite it has to be a swap though yeah, we need to go this on this is the too. issue we get into <laughs>
2: we this is, the, this is the issue if you want to come on we would love to come on here we are willing to fly across yeah look at look into Jordana's eyes that's a serious offer this is a businesswoman <laughs> the ceo of a major corporation
1: just come on. <laughs> Just come on. We'll talk about Just it. Just a few questions. We don't want to put this on TikTok. Don't make us put this on TikTok.
2: <sighs> we can't put this on TikTok. Oh, let's get right into
1: it. Okay. What a- well, you've got your coffee today. It's from I went a, to a new place. Anita
2: Gelato. We want some freebies.
1: Anita Gelato. <laughs> my what? My favorite, not Mike's favorite gelato place. Yes. He likes a... Blue raspberry,
2: blue white, blue white,
3: Hawaii. Blue Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii. It's even
1: less of a real flavor than blue raspberry. He likes a Slurpee. He, Mike's actually loves a Slurpee. Really? He loves a Slurpee. On his birthday last year, his friends got him like a big, a an, big old extra large, a big gulp Coca Cola Slurpee from Seven Eleven.
2: Coca Cola Slurpee is pretty good, but I that is disgusting. That's
1: I mean, yeah, that's, that's, an, th- that's I wouldn't probably... want to be married
2: to that. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait for me.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're you're locked in. Yeah, that's in. a life I don't want. You I mean, know, that's. I,
1: I mean, it's. I might not be married for that long. That right. amount of sugar will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's might be my way this out. This is your
2: plan. <laughs> this is the long game. To be able to date, you know, your a forty year old when you're fifty eight.
1: Exactly. I've just been praying for diabetes. For right. <laughs> <laughs> praying.
2: <laughs> so yeah. So Anita Gelato's down the down the street. I came from the other direction today. And I got a coffee and I said to them, I was like, I don't, I I did the thing that is kind of annoying people do to me, but I'm also not talking to Anita. Like I wasn't talking to, it wasn't Anita serving the scoops. I go up to the guy behind the counter. I go, I go, I didn't know about your place, but you guys, it is popular here.
1: They kill it.
2: And he goes, I don't know what it is. He's like, we're putting something in the ice cream, obviously, because this place can be. Like he looked like he he was drained with energy, no energy. He was like, like I've
1: national. I've seen I, them in I think Chicago. Really, I think I saw them in Chicago. The line and, I
2: saw out the door from food. the I don't know. wherever it was. The line I saw out the door like on a Monday night at Anita Gelato.
1: It's crazy. The line is like at minimum twenty minutes.
2: Right, it, it is crazy. I I couldn't believe and it. And
1: there's a it's in a place where there's an ice cream shop on every corner.
2: Right. Are you a big ice cream person? Like growing up.
1: Um. I'm a big ice cream person. What does that mean? Like, we would I, go
2: after dinners like every night.
1: No, I wouldn't say we're like every. I mean, there's a lot of us. It gets expensive. Um, like, <laughs> I, we would have the occasional ice cream. I really liked orange ices. Orange ices? Yeah, that was like my big thing. And once I once. Like a creamsicle? Yeah. And once I, th- I, we, I used to get them when we used to go to Aruba on family vacations. Uh-huh. And I've been made fun of by my family. I've talked about this on oversharing where. My brother once asked for, like, a bite, mm. and he took a bite that was too big, okay. in my opinion, and I, like, had this huge tantrum where I threw it on the floor and was, like, hysterically crying for hours, um, and then I've been made fun of it, like, ever, for for it ever since.
2: <laughs> That's one of those things growing up where you're just, like, you know, it's funny, like, you were just probably tired.
1: Probably. It's a day right? in the
2: sun. Like, like... Just and then, wanted
1: the ices. Right, yeah.
2: you just wanted the ice, and then you got it, they took a big bite, it annoyed you, rightfully so. Yes. And then, instead of like, an adult would go, I'm just having a bad day, you know, I'm just annoyed
1: with everybody. <laughs> be funny, just <laughs> imagining like my like eight-year-old <laughs> self be like, it's just not my day. Right! <laughs> I'm gonna go back to the room. Right, I'm gonna- <laughs> Decompress. I'm gonna get out of here. That's what you would do as an I need a adult. drink. I need a drink.
2: <laughs> You meet Nick Vial at the bar, you start dating. <laughs> so, so, I just it's funny as a kid because I remember my parents would like make fun of me. Like, yeah. they'd be like, Oh, someone's tired. You're like, I'm not tired. I want my creamsicle. Yes. But it is, it is tired, you know, like, and your family made fun of you, which. Seemed yeah. to like bring you up into who you are today. That's
1: exactly. I told you it was that and then the breastfeeding, the breastfeeding. for four years. Yes. The two things made me into the woman I am today. And I will say, Strong your family, it,
2: it, Jordana isn't just saying this. The breastfeeding does come up amongst you guys.
1: Oh, yeah. It's still often. a thing. Yes. Enough yes. for me to go. Oh, of they course, really do yes. talk. Yeah, the breastfeeding. <laughs> four more years.
2: That was the chance.
1: Yes, four more years. Yeah. Well, Every every, every election year comes up again. It comes up. That's the problem with
2: the joke for you.
1: Yes. 2024 is going to be, you know, it's going to be bad.
2: It's going to be brutal. Trump running, you getting the joke coming back. Breastfeeding
1: situation. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's get into it. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Um,
2: Now that we've talked enough about Nick Vial,
1: I... uh... We've covered all the main topics, Anita Gelato, (laughs) breastfeeding. um, Nick Vial's relationship not having us on. Yes. (laughs) We've we've aired our grievances. Yeah. Um, Listen,
2: oh, before we get started... Big thank you to everyone who came to our live shows. Oh, yes. I want to also specific. we haven't done the Boston, New York, and D.C. shows yet. But I'm sure they're going to be great. We have uh, have amazing submissions. They're all great and wonderful. We got to give our flowers to the Philly people because we gave they them shit. They were yes. We gave them shit for not buying tickets and not showing up. And then huge crowd um active crowd active fun we had guests you know ever fun one of our most fun shows and i just want to make sure we acknowledge them and how great the philadelphia audience
1: was philadelphia killed it i want to go back and i didn't think i would be saying that i so (laughs) they were great myself they were great i I did almost get hit by a car walking there but um right you can't walk in philly yeah that's what i'm learning
2: yeah I
1: was like, literally there was a sign that said like, over the person on it walking and then like a, like an X through it. No walking. I was too, but I was like too close at that point. I was like,
2: right. Five minute walk away. It's but that's a New York five minute walk.
1: Yeah. I had to make a run for it.
2: Um, well we're happy you stayed alive. Um, and we're happy with all the Philly people that came. Thank you. That was just just such a great show. Where
1: where are you next? So
2: if you're listening right now, I'm going to be in Kansas city, Missouri, uh, this weekend, like I'm going, I, I don't. July
1: 4th weekend? No.
2: Well, this comes out. When does this come June out? June 28th. What am I crazy? Yeah, no. This isn't. Well, this isn't. July 4th lands on, on a, a Tuesday, Wednesday or t- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. So I took a lot of. Sh- I've. For some. I should have taken some time off. I really should have. I say that every I say summer. It, I say it every summer. Oh, well,
1: you did go away last summer and then never again. Famously
2: became work yes. for me to go to Europe. Um. No, I just. I got to be better at my calendar. Like I need to separate work from life okay. a little bit more, I think. Um it's getting in the way of just dating and my f- you know just my I 100% self.
1: support that, that. But the
2: the problem population. is you uh, I'm making this I'm saying this now but I agree to these dates months ago.
1: Where are you going this weekend?
2: So this is all to say <laughs> come to my show Kansas City, Missouri. Uh this weekend and then I'm in Nashville the next weekend. So I'm like back to back on the road, Kansas City, Nashville, Stanford, Connecticut, which I'm excited about Stanford more than people might be in general. I have friends that live up there, I'll kind of stay in Connecticut a little bit. That's what feels more close to home. Raleigh, Lexington, Charlotte, um, and then always adding dates. Jaredfree.com. About Huntington. It's coming. This okay. is I, I keep saying. I that. keep
1: refreshing the website. Right. I know. I know. Every day I go to <laughs> up reviews. Jaredfree.com Instagram I got your tickets <laughs>
2: <laughs> It's coming um, And if you're out there I I do the Bachelor preview Oh yeah So I preview all the contestants for the so Bachelorette funny. Thank so you So funny That is on my Instagram right now So go share one of the many Share it reviews. with Nick Fial Share it with Nick
1: Let him know he should have this person on his right.
2: podcast Right He doesn't want anyone funny on there
1: <laughs> no one he to upstage want, him.
2: No, can't go on. I we have everyone on. People ask and we go, "Yeah, come on." I don't understand what's going on here that we are such a untouchable duo.
1: He's um he's too elite.
2: I'm us. not. this isn't even about Nick. We we get this feedback a lot. It's annoying.
1: Yeah. Have, We're a, ready have to go us out on there. your show. Anyone No, unless I, unless the, we the, don't want to go. There's a <laughs> confident way to look. Right? <laughs> unless you, your show so, sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Or is too small. <laughs> <laughs> like our show, I guess. I guess we're too small. Uh, you have anything to announce? Yeah. We have a new way to subscribe to this podcast. Um, I know you guys, there was a lot of kerfuffle about Spotify sending th- that was an annoying email, but that's all in the past. <laughs> there was an forward. email. Did you not get DMs about this? Were they like...
2: I didn't get... I, listen, the kerfuffle passed me by. But let me just say, we start anew. Yes. If you want to be subscribed to the benefits episode, subscribe.betches.com.
1: Yeah. And the reason we're changing this up is we want to be able to offer you subscribers a lot of other additional perks down the line. We're working on a lot of that stuff to make it even more enticing to just get more of us, just give you our entire soul. Yes. Um, so subscribe dot com and you can still listen anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you subscribe via subscribe.batches.com dot com. And if you have any questions, you can DM the U Up uh, Instagram. And it. if
2: you're an Apple user, you can still use it via yeah, yeah, Apple. Press
1: the subscribe button if you're not already subscribed.
2: Uh, and I will say I've gotten many messages about my last you up with benefits. People
1: episode. love that episode.
2: Really, I got told to seek therapy uh, multiple times. Um, uh, many people, one person, I was actually diagnosed. Many of our listeners diagnosed me with depression. After that, Who, we
1: have many uh, therapists and non <laughs> and uncertified therapists. Right, a lot uh, of Doctor Naomi, yeah.
2: Naomi's out there. Uh, yeah, they had a lot to say about what, that. No, people what connected. Do, what do our, they think you have? Depression. That was okay. their. <laughs> that was. They all came together as one.
1: Do you think your insurance will cover uh, treatment based on the diagnosis of of your DMs? <laughs> <laughs> <know>. My Instagram <laughs> followers say yeah. I'm sad. Can you make sure this is covered?
2: <laughs> no, it was yeah, a good episode. It's a good episode. I I think um, people really connect it to the. The, you know the 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 where do you put your energy into in life, you know that type of thing. So
1: an existential question.
2: Existential, to say the least. Um, What are we talking about today?
1: Today we are talking about matches and not them not understanding that you want to just hook up. Okay. Basically, yeah. Let's do. I'll I'll read the email. Okay. Hi J and J. I've heard Jared say a few times that when someone agrees to go on a date off the apps, they've already decided they want (laughs) to fuck them. That's right. He may just be referring to dudes, but I feel this way as a straight female. Nine times out of ten, I will only agree to a date if I'm interested in future sex with my match. You go, girl yeah sure (laughs) however the last few dates i've gone on the guy was slightly less attractive than his profile dropping him below my would like to fuck threshold lol (laughs) is it enough to not want to have sex with a guy on a first date or even reviewing a profile to decide you're not interested is that too picky or a fair ask i mean how can i build a romantic connection with someone if by date three or four i'm not interested in sexy time should i give a guy a second date chance or is it or is it that cruel if I know within the first 10 minutes of meeting I'm not – if I'm interested or not? Thanks.
2: You know why I love this email? It could only be written by a woman. Why? The care with which am I too picky? Am I being mean? Am I this? Am I that? You know, it is funny. the, the Just the idea of like am I too picky because I don't go on a date with someone I don't want to fuck is Man crazy. would never ask himself N- man that. Man would never. Right. Never. There is nobody – that is more ruthless than a man's penis.
1: Right. Well, here's the difference, I think, between men and women on the apps is like you could go out... I think I think women are just much more likely to, if they're not extremely attracted to someone physically, mm. they could like their personality enough to become physically attracted to them.
2: Totally agree. Totally agree. I, I understand that. I don't think it's wrong. Yeah. I, I can see how, you know... You know, I think women on the apps are looking at the full resume, and yes. guys are looking through a keyhole. Right. You know, they're going. Well, it's
1: like if that doesn't work, then none of the other stuff matters. for right. Them.
2: And if and right. if and for women, if the other stuff works, the other thing could matter.
1: Right. I, yes. You know, it's so- a much more even pie chart.
2: Right. And so, like, I, I kind of think thing I was re- I read this email before, and I kind of thought of like what, you know those am I the asshole you know questions on Reddit. Yes. And it's like so I think there's different versions like. Is a guy an asshole for not going on a date with a woman because he doesn't want to have sex with them? No. Right. I agree with
1: you. Yeah.
2: Is a woman an asshole for not going on a date because she wouldn't have sex with a guy? No. No. Is a guy an asshole for only going on the date because he only knows he wants to have sex with a girl?
1: Unless he's saying something different than that, then no.
2: Right, well, even so, he goes, I know I want to have sex with her, but uh, we'll find out about the other stuff later.
1: No. Not to say that yeah, they're having fine. sex. This is just... That's the only reason he wants to go. He goes, I'm attracted.
2: Take se- oh. Sex, I guess, is the wrong way to put it. I'm attracted to her. Why are you going out with her? She's hot. Right. That's a good reason to go on a date. It's good enough. If a woman said, if you said to a woman, why is she going on a date? And she went, he's got a cool job. He had some funny things in his profile. Not that attractive him.
1: I think that's okay, too. That's fine also. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now, what this woman is saying, when do you become the asshole? You're right. It's Mm -hmm. like, if you're on the fifth date only wanting to fuck, as a guy, I think you're kind of a dick. If it's not been said outright. uh, outright.
1: And if we are on the fifth date and you don't want to have sex, you're you're kind of of an asshole, too. Right. Right. As a woman. As a woman. Yes. Or vice versa. The thing difference is, a gen- man would never be on the fifth date. He would never get to the fifth date if he didn't want to have sex with you. Right. Right. But, but on note, it
2: could go the other way. I'm just I'm saying we're generalizing. If a man is
1: on a fifth date and he doesn't see it turning into anything, is that he an com- asshole?
2: Right. That's an asshole.
1: Or that you conversation. Say yes.
2: I do. I mm-hmm. think you're being a dick if the conversation comes up. Let's say you're on the fifth date and they say, "I'm here because I have a great time." Would well, this would be hard to say, but it is something that's relatable to me. Right. I am here with you because I enjoy my time with you. I'm super attracted to you. I don't see a long-term relationship in the future for this. Okay. If you say that and they're like,
1: okay. Yeah.
2: You're not a dick anymore.
1: Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? So, hard hard to say? Well, what if a woman said to you, she was on date five, Mm. having a great time, Mm -hmm. really enjoy hanging out with you, not interested in having sex with you?
2: I I, (laughs) would... They're not a dick because they're coming yeah. out and saying that thing, or I'm not but sure yet. But happy to keep yet. hanging
1: out as friends. Right. <laughs> That's
2: where like the incel group of men come out with their pitchforks, right? and they kind of make everyone into that who's on a fifth date without having sex. I don't believe that to be the case. I understand how someone could, but it's hard. In the same way it's hard for a guy or anyone to take gender out of this. It's, it's hard for anyone to say, I'm having a real good time with you. I don't see a future with you. I'd still like to fuck you. Right. Is the same way as go. I'm having a really good time with you. I haven't gotten to the place of wanting to be physical yet, but I want to keep hanging out. Right. Equally hard, I think, to say those things.
1: I think harder to say the man version because the woman version is kind of like it seems self protective. It doesn't have to be seen as insulting, I think. See, to me, it's no. insulting. Why? I, I would
2: Because you want to fuck me? Five dates? Well, how disgusting well, am I? What if
1: I don't do that. What if they said they don't do that with anyone? Um, I don't. I don't like to have sex unless I'm in a committed relationship. I don't think they're
2: being a dick. It would be hard for me to believe. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I believe all women. Okay. In this case, I don't know. I, no, I uh, yeah, it would be hard. I would take it personally as as opposed to believing it.
1: Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, would you be interested in 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 seeing where it would go without having sex?
2: Uh, I would have to reassess and decide that I really like them.
1: Right. Because when you because you would also know that when you sleep with them, it is because you are in a serious thing.
2: And now the dickhead thing has swapped. Right. Like, if I got that far to just fuck, I immediately become the piece of shit where she's not the piece of shit. She's the hero that was looking for love. Do you know what I mean? Like the the Mondays I take advantage of men to get dinner becomes Tuesdays. I found the man of my dreams who fucked me over to fuck.
1: Well, I think that really leaves a lot of merit to the uh, 12 date matchmaker Maria rule. Right? right? Absolutely. You're getting rid of, If you
2: are someone. You're creating that thing. If you are someone who knows their relationship with sex is fraught with getting too attached to someone, then that rule will help you through. Agreed. No question. Yeah. If you can separate sex from relationship and sex from getting too in your feelings, then that might not be the answer for you. If you need sex as a part of that decision, you know? Right.
1: I don't think many women need sex as part of that decision.
2: That's the hard part. That's why this data this podcast exists. Right. You know, like I you know Battle of the Sexes, yeah. A battle of the sexes because I can't I don't know, I think Did you see a
1: world where you would where you would hold off being on a in a sexual relationship until you
2: Till marriage or till twelve dates? Till
1: till your exclusivity.
2: We're doing other stuff.
1: A hand job. That's it. That's it. No mouth to
2: penis no. action. That's hard for me to do because then it's like, am I signing up? Does this person not like blow jobs? Is no, that why it's? They not just, an just
1: don't. They think it's very intimate, and they don't. They don't want to be doing that with someone who's off doing that with someone else.
2: It would be very hard.
1: No pun intended. <laughs> ah, sorry.
2: Oh, I'd be hard. Okay. <laughs> it would be very hard for me to. Get mentally through that, considering the pressure that would be put. Up, and I'm saying I'm speaking for myself, but I think I'm a lot like most guys where it's the pre. And listen, I there we always go to this. Everyone. Will, but what if you were in love? OK, that's a tail end of the bell curve. Right. If I'm enjoying this person's company and they're like, now they've made it a hill for me to climb that I'm like, I'm not mentally prepared to do. You know, and I, I would probably back out. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's the hard part about all this stuff. It's like feelings do get hurt. Right. They're going to get hurt.
1: Well, the other thing you can have your feelings hurt without the other person being a bad person. Mm-hmm. Things can hurt your feelings without without a negative intent, or and, and it could still be the right thing. Your feelings but, can get hurt, and right. and things can be right.
2: I think it's harder because this is why the twelve date rule is good for some people mm-hmm. because. You go 12 dates, you are in the wrong. Right. You know, without speaking your mind and letting someone know how big a deal this is and just because we have a date 12, you know, 12 dates, because we fucked 12 dates in, and I know Matchmaker Maria's rule is that it's just 12 interactions, so it could be like a walk in the Mm -hmm. park. But I'm just saying, if that's what it takes for someone and then they say to you, hey, I I can't, I I still want to hang out with you, but this is a part of my decision-making pie. Yeah. It, it would be, you know, uh, it'd be hard, you know, like you're more
1: 12 dates. Or something.
2: Right. After yeah. 12, you're a dick. If you, <laughs> if you fuck after 12 days, nothing said. And then you're just like, you know what?
1: I mean, I kind of think you're a dick. If you, if you, like if you're, if you go on five dates and then sure, like whatever, like I kind of think like, what's the difference? you don't go don't, bigger I, dick. I'm I saying wouldn't, I wouldn't go on six dates with anyone that I didn't see it going anywhere with personally. Right. Sex or no sex.
2: No, I'm with you. But I think that's a, maybe an older guy's perspective.
1: Right. You know, At I get,
2: I could understand you go on the date Tuesday, you meet up that weekend. You go on the date Wednesday, meet up again that weekend, you're four interactions in. Those are two weekends and two dates.
1: Yeah, but if that you're seeing w- someone that often, don't you see it going somewhere?
2: You would assume. Right. I, I, But I can understand when you're 25 and going out every yeah. weekend, you go out every weekend. Right. This isn't dinner with friends and then we go to a nice cocktail bar. This is, we're chugging beers. <laughs>
1: You know, yeah. they, well that's why there's no hard, a, yeah. that's why I think there's no hard and fast rule like right. I think every situation has its own context and you, its own unique thing but that's just to say that you should stop seeing someone when you don't see it, it going anywhere if that's what they listen, want.
2: listen I should drink more milk and have more water and right. not drink as much as I do well I mean you to know, this
1: to this listener's question um
2: I don't think they're I think they're doing everything right yeah
1: I agree they're like if you don't if you're not if you don't want to sleep with someone after seeing them three times you're never going to want to sleep with them.
2: Right, in my right, opinion. I agree with that. If you're, yeah, first it,
1: time I could understand for women, especially. I get it.
2: I get it for a guy too. Yeah, let's see. Might be my type. Uh, no. You know, I wait <laughs> till she turns around. <laughs> Let me see that ass. Uh, no, I yeah, uh, I I'm. The, I hate the too picky is the most annoying phrase in all of dating. It's always from someone who has something that they didn't have to work for.
1: What do you mean?
2: The people who say, oh, whenever someone uses the phrase too picky, it always seems to come from someone who's just naturally gorgeous, naturally rich, yeah. naturally, you know, just built in, met in high school. It never seems like they, the too picky people, it's your mom, you know, your mom who's been married 50 years. right? You know, I, and I'm not saying well, their the thing, marriage wasn't work, but anyone I'm saying the way they got to yeah. marriage, different type of work than you're on a dating app at 30.
1: Well, anyone who's like, pick, I think that, that there's something um, a little scary or like that makes you feel bad about if you're in a relationship and someone seems like they're too picky because then it, it makes you think like, should I have been more picky? Right. It is like, <laughs> that's you know what I mean? Interesting. Like, that's oh, very interesting. oh, people are like not not settling for these people. I mean, right. it, amuse- you know what I mean? Like that's Single people rational are irrational. Yeah. Single
2: people are dreamers and people in relationships are in the reality that they have built. Right, it, there's different things they dream about.
1: Well, seeing someone else's experience and seeing, especially seeing them being happy in a different experience, always makes you people question their own experience. Of course,
2: right? yeah, 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 and their own choices rather. When the finger points, three point back. Exactly, always, uh, as the as, as the, the Spider Man g- meme goes. <laughs> That's how it goes. No, I, I I completely agree with that. So the too picky thing is is a it's a judgment of everyone.
1: Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now.
0: When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem. With more meat. That's i m p o s s i b l e f o o d s.com. Let's do some awkward sex. Let's
2: do it.
1: You ready? I'm ready. I like
2: this awkward sex. I may have put in a little more work than usual into this oh, one. Oh, wow.
1: Okay, so, I'm excited.
2: a little bit of a tease, as they say in the biz. You ready? Okay. Hi, Jared and Jordana. I'm a huge fan of meant to send this awkward sex since I started listening to your dating advice during the pandemic. I'll jump right in. They're better at jumping in than we are.
1: Definitely. Everyone is better at jumping (laughs) in than we are.
2: I was a sophomore in college at a large large Midwestern state school and had just moved into my first off-campus house. It was a huge duplex with eight guys on my side and seven girls a year older on the other. After a long day of playing drinking games and watching football with the girls next door, one of the cute blonde neighbors and I went upstairs to my room. We hooked up and everything was great and normal until I got downstairs where all my roommates were waiting to greet me with grinning faces. It's like, they just, (laughs) Subtle as college college boys are. Right, I just imagine them in like a Christmas carol type thing. Yes. To set the scene, my bedroom was on the top floor. It was long and skinny as it was basically the attic. Oh, college fucking. Wanna go fuck in the attic?
1: <laughs> thats I mean, anywhere, I feel right. like, in college. Just
2: animals. Yeah. And my bed was near a large window overlooking a busy street. As it turns out, the desk light I turned on had cast a perfect shadow of us having sex under the blinds of the window by my bed. The day was winding down, the sun had set, and my roommates were all hanging out on the front porch as I was upstairs with this girl. Apparently, the neighbors across the street saw the sex shadows and summoned all my roommates also a very college thing. All the neighbors aren't like old fuddy right. duddies. They're like, young Your kids, peers, who want to watch yeah. people fuck too. <laughs> and anyone walking down the street to come watch.
1: <laughs> hey, oh everybody. My God. This reminds me of like American Pie. Right. You know, with the video. And then they all send it to each other. <laughs> they all send it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, come on in. We got people fucking across the street. In the shadows, though. It's not even like you could do it. It's very, I, I wonder what that looks any, like. Any
2: shadows. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Hey, random dude. Yeah, I'll come in. Apparently, the neighbors across the street saw the sex scene. Summoned all my roommates and anyone walking down the street to come watch. You can only imagine the horror on this girl's face after she realized half the neighborhood just saw the shadows of us having sex upstairs. Luckily, her walk of shame was only over the divide on over the divide on our front porch. My college roommates still love to tell this story and remind me it was the fastest they had ever seen me move, as I was a bigger guy who thoroughly enjoying my, who was thoroughly enjoying my college meal plan. I hope this story makes you chuckle. Hashtag silhouette sex.
1: I like silhouette sex. That's Love silhouette name. sex.
2: Yeah. What do you think of the story?
1: Um, very funny. I wonder what what sex and shadows would look like.
2: It would look like finger puppets. No,
1: you think like because uh, try- you know, sometimes they get puppets. like distorted based on where you are. Right. This must. The, have, this is know? like you know
2: New York City, like uh, the Henge when the. Manhattan Henge, is that oh, what it's called? Yeah. When, the, when the sun sets perfectly between the yes. buildings? This must have been perfect time, perfect hour. The yeah. sun, you know, the, the lighting just perfectly.
1: I was going to say it was like fucked up for the girl, but I feel like because it's just a shadow, it's not like you're seeing her actual body. Right. I think lo- it's fine.
2: It's Looney Tunes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's <laughs> it, it's like bah, da da-da-da, da-da-da-da. <laughs> it's like the person taking off the one right. you know, lingerie arm there, thing. There would be
1: nothing more entertaining in the scene that he's set than realizing that you can see the shadows of someone having sex.
2: That's the most fun part of this whole thing. Yes. That's why the story's fun and not horrific.
1: Agreed. Right? Yeah.
2: Do you, I had, um,
1: yeah, so the none of this. The fastest they've seen me move is also very funny.
2: It's very funny. So this all made me think it was like a children's book. Okay.
1: Because of the shadows, just the shadows. Right. The loony Mine's tunes like Peter major. Pan. Isn't there a thing with his shadow?
2: He's got to catch his yeah, shadow. Yeah. So this
1: was very to me. I could see this being. So you wrote a book, didn't you?
2: I wrote a children's, a children's story. Book. Wow. About this.
1: Harper Collins.
2: Get if you're out there. We've got. Now, if we have any artists that watch this, watch or listen to this podcast, I did this. Sometimes I read the emails. I go, okay, let to say I got a couple things to say, whatever. This, for
1: some reason, I was just moved to. To write.
2: To write. I'm a writer. You know that. Oh, yeah, I do know that. And people know this about me. All right, let's hear it. Okay. I called it Penthouse Performance. Okay.
1: (laughs) By Jared Fried. By Jared Fried.
2: In the house, not a pitter-patter. Where's Greg and Susie? They must have gone a scatter. Not under the table for the beer pong. Or in the cabinet where we kept the hash bong. Did
1: Susie have an itchy clit?
2: <laughs> Call back. Call back. I last an itchy week.
1: clit has been in my head all week.
2: Itchy clit. Oh, <laughs> itchy clit. Okay, I won't get I'm sorry, I'm off the track. Did Susie have an itchy clit? Was Greg's big face a good place to sit? <laughs> the neighbors searched to and fro. Not the full mattress with the T-shirt sheets or, the t- or behind the TV that Julie received from Aunt Flo. <laughs> but what is that in the window there? That large shadowy figure pulling her by the hair? <laughs> Against her rump, a bang, bang, bang. A mighty thrust of his wang, wang, wang. Oh my <laughs> the shadow then darted to the yard we parted. And Greg and Susie came down with a bashful blush. We all laughed, thanking God it wasn't us. For the rest of the day, we made fun, even gentle Gus. For Susie and Greg would twiddle their thumbs while looking oh so glum. But the only losers in the house were us who didn't come.
1: Wow. That was great. Very impressive. Can Nick Vial do that? No, no, come on! That was amazing. So we need an artist to like draw this in a child's book way, and then we'll sell it. We'll work together. Yeah, well, we'll give them a you know a
2: percentage of you know a sale something. Yeah, don't you see like a three bears type of artistry
1: with that? We can. Yeah, could get. We could have a whole fan base. Could turn right. it into a movie.
2: It could be a movie. I, the movie's great.
1: Yeah. What's the title of the book? Penthouse Performance. Love it. Isn't that? Could have been an author. If only you read, though. If only I read. We can make a book that you won't read. (laughs) I
2: love it. That was great. Very talented. Thank you. Well, I was on the way here and something came up. I've been writing a lot lately. Yeah. I write letters to myself.
1: Why don't you write write letters to dates? (laughs)
2: Letters. Where my penis is a flitter. (laughs) Have
1: you ever written a girl a poem? Never. Sounds like you could do it.
2: Then I'd be like saying that That I wanted more than we are.
1: What about a a girlfriend?
2: I've never written
1: a note, something for any woman ever. Maybe I should have. I don't know. And we can see this at your wedding. Um, Did you write your vows yet, Jared? I don't really want to lead you on. (laughs) I don't really want this writing. I want to make sure. Is there a a videographer? Don't. don't. I I think we should not do our vows. No (laughs) vows. I don't want this shit on tape. All right. All right, let's do, <laughs> let's another, do email. another email. Okay. <clears throat> hey, j and I've been a listener for the past few years, and I've really enjoyed listening to all the advice and jokes on the show. I was in a relationship for the past decade in my early 30s now and started listening while I was still married just for entertainment. But eventually the marriage led to separation and now divorce. You Up <sighs> was once for entertainment only, and now it is mandatory listening.
2: Well, this makes me feel good. We get a lot of these, like...
1: We'll take you through your whole dating... Life.
2: Right. I mean. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. And, you know, it's so funny because, like, when do people f- find the show? They're like, oh, I, uh, most people come to me. Breakup. Yeah. Always a breakup. We, this, we were medicine. We are. That's right.
1: Nature's remedy. Not really. <laughs> During the separation this past year, I had a few short relationships that I ended because I realized I was using them to, d- to delay the inevitable divorce. Most women did not want it to end at the time. The last few months I've been focusing on myself and going to therapy and I'm ready to test the dating scene again. I'm on the apps and things are fine there, but I find myself constantly thinking back to the women I dated recently. I want to text them, but I don't want to be the stereotypical guy who texts out of the blue six months after ending things. My therapist thinks I should and that I can't make myself responsible for the feel- their feelings or response. Who the fuck is this therapist? Um.
2: <laughs> no, this, I like this therapist.
1: Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not yeah. your
2: problem. That's we'll, that's her we'll name, Doctor. Yeah. Not your problem.
1: Right. Oh. <laughs> I can think of a few guys who who are this therapist. Well, Sorry. I I have some
2: notes. Right. But, okay.
1: Do I want to text these women just because I know it was a yes in the past? Do women really hate when guys come back months later? Should I focus on meeting new people instead of reaching out to old flings? Am I having these thoughts just because I'm bored and want some drama in my life? Thanks, a man who's never sent a you up text.
2: I love this okay. email, I have to say. It's vulnerable. It's great. It's it's soul searching.
1: Yes. It's and something he's, he's that he's trying to not. He's trying to be a good person. Right, and it kind
2: of relates. You know, it's funny that you're getting annoyed with this guy.
1: I'm getting annoyed with his therapist.
2: Well, I <laughs> I don't think the therapist gave full enough advice.
1: Yeah, sounds like, like the, it was lazy advice on the therapist part.
2: A little bit. <laughs> Who are we to doubt a therapist? You know, two people with no degrees in therapy. But... I have a podcast. I say that's true. Yeah. Not very many people have a podcast. So <laughs> I... Because I, I think when... The one thing that stuck out to me is like, should I text them? Yes. The group. Well, that was going like, be- <laughs> That is not really... To me, that to this person, like, we start
1: dating both people that I previously ended it with. Right. If there was plus, two plus, I don't know how many people there are.
2: Right. Do they both stick out? Then, yeah, this might be a personal issue you have that you're going back to people who've already said yes. Right. Are you thinking of one person in particular that you're like, I didn't give that enough of a chance? Because if you do go back, you're going back with more consequence than where you came from.
1: And you have some, have to have something different to say.
2: Right. As well. So if you're, to that point, yes. if you're just like, should I just reach out to any of these people I used to date? No. Yeah. Because you haven't said anything different about either of them. You keep saying he's grouped together. What's special in that of like, I got these five people I went on dates with and broke up with. Right. If you're not thinking of one, I, I think I like, totally
1: agree. I thought that too. It's like. Your, your therapist telling you to go back to all of them, no, and just start no. redating all of them. Like <laughs> that's not no, the right. No, I mode. agree. If you had one, if you had one person that you were seeing at the time, it was the timing. But you think it could have actually gone somewhere
2: because you have done this work with your therapist, right? Like, and you go, you know what? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Then
1: you can go back, and again, I don't think you need to say I want to be in a relationship, but I think you could say I think I ended this prematurely. I was not in a good place at the at right. the time. Um. Would you want to see where it goes? Right, but only if he has the intention of seeing where it goes.
2: Right, I think it also includes like, hey, I, you know, not saying this out loud, but deleting the apps and like giving yeah. it a full, a full effort and taking away the, kind of the distractions that go with being a single guy or a single person yeah. in general. I yeah, I'm. We kind of we're zoning in on the same thing. I like, agree. It, I just
1: think if you're gonna go back, you have to do it with intention.
2: Right, so uh, let me give an example that kind of speaks to this because it was so interesting. We did the Philly show. The mm-hmm. Philly was, show was so good. And then that we ended on this young woman who had drunk-dialed a guy yes. the night before.
1: Very relatable.
2: Very relatable. Who
1: had ended it with her.
2: So we get her phone on yeah. stage. And we go look at, I go, have you texted the guy? She goes, I did. So I was like, let me read the text. She gives me the phone and I bring it up. And Jordana, you noticed yes. that his. Wait, wait, wait. Yes. Yeah, Jordana holds up the whole show. I was like, there's another text here. And it's him ending the relationship. Right. So we read on stage, this guy ending it. Mm-hmm. His text to her was cliche, cliche, annoying guy, pump her up. To let her go.
1: Yes. It had a lot of the the markings of of things that I have seen before. And that while they are nice in theory, I actually think in practice they're more annoying than nice.
2: And you were not alone in being annoyed. Because the the, women in the crowd took out their pitchforks and...
1: Well, that text could be a whole discussion on its own. Where the text that he said in the ending, it was like, you're so amazing. Like, I wish, like, I don't deserve to be, like... With you I'm find someone who treats yeah. you better than, than I do. And I think you're so incredible and X, Y, Z. And it's like, that to me is annoying. And I've gotten that message. I think I've read that email on this show mm-hmm. that I've gotten from someone who I was like really into. And to me, it's kind of like, well, what's the point of you saying that? Cause if you wanted to, is if you thought, if you truly believed all of those things, if you truly believed mm-hmm. them, you would want to date me.
2: Right. <laughs> You're great, but not for me. Right? It's like, I, I, it's, I, call <laughs> I don't the,
1: deserve you. Well, it's like, well, you could, because I'm telling you, like, if you right. could have. <laughs> you can
2: literally have right. me right yes. now.
1: I call it the balloon breakup.
2: Okay. <laughs> Blow it up. Let it fly away. Because <laughs> that's what he's doing. But he's it's actually to pump more confusing. Up. It's, it's yeah. annoying. And I, right. uh, now having done this podcast, I think I'm well versed in. Why that's annoying. All the reasons you're saying. If you're saying why you, you're amazing, you're wonderful. Right. You're su- that gives
1: me nothing to work with.
2: You're literally, and that's what they're trying to do: right. blow you up so that you fly away. And they, they literally, as they're pushing you out the door, telling you you're gorgeous, you're amazing. Get the fuck out there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: find someone who's going right. to appreciate in you in that hallway over that's there. That's not me, so right. this big stupid idiot right. who doesn't know what they're doing, but like you don't you don't need to deal with me. Right. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, kid. It's a great and analogy. It's a great, yeah. right? I, it,
2: because that's what we're doing. Cuz we don't want to be a dick. And
1: no one's saying you should be a dick. I think that there's a there's like a there's somewhere in the middle that is not like blowing smoke up someone's ass in a way that is clearly to like get them to not be mad at you that is also like more real than that. People I are think. going
2: to get mad and you have to speak for yourself in any breakup.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I am not this is not a match for me. That's a better way than you're wonderful. You're going to make a great wife one day. You're going to have beautiful I feel children. you so jealous of I'm whoever
1: so... gets to be with you. <laughs> it's all, all these I lines.
2: Kind of... <sighs> Get out of here, kid. You're
1: going to be great in that
2: big, bad world. Um, Yeah, and well, when I read that... So we read that message from this guy. And then the next message is, hey, did I just get a call from you? To her drunk dial. Mm -hmm. And then she wrote back something along the lines. I was
1: drunk and, you know, I'm thinking about you. Right. And then
2: he wrote back, no problem at all. Totally understand that happens. Right? Right. And it was funny because... His message of the the balloon breakup isn't defensible. It's annoying,
1: right?
2: But he did stick to yes. the parameters. That's true. He did. He didn't write you up. He didn't send a text. He understood. Stayed away. He yes. stayed away. Yes,
1: that's respectful. That was yes. that
2: is respectful. It had been like a year since he or it had been months, right? And then she messages him. Drunk? She calls him drunk. He checks in to make right. sure that she's. Okay, Alive. that he didn't okay. fuck up, okay. you know, without him knowing, is right. he's making
1: sure he's still he's making sure not she's a not bad pregnant? Guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Basically, yeah, he's making sure. Hey, was that you? Is everything okay? Is everything... Still drinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> Having a few pops, right? With the girls. At, the, at the drunk dial, yeah. Right. right.
2: Hopefully, it was a drunk dial. Yeah. So then he checks in, and then she was like, you could tell she was disappointed. That her, like, drunk dial message, which is a moment of vulnerability of, like, it's basically saying, I still think about you. Yeah. And then he follows it up with, I'm out. Totally cool. Yeah. Totally cool. Yeah. Which is him saying no again. Right. So, it is interesting how, because I brought this up on stage and everyone was like, no one bought it, (laughs) that this guy... I'm not saying he's a good guy, but I'm saying he's done no, right agree. since. And you I agreed agree. with me, yeah. but I, you no, can I feel though the, the room, and I can
1: understand why someone would do the balloon method. I think that it's It, right. it makes sense to me. I'm not saying in that's, theory. Right?
2: It's it's. I think it's. I agree. It's wrong. In theory, I understand. You can understand where their brain's going. I do think they're great. Right. I yeah. do think they're wonderful. I don't think they're badly of them. I'll tell them. <laughs>
3: Say but it. it's
1: just like it's just like, because I think on the other end of it mm. you're kind of like okay this person is probably dating me and sleeping with me for this long period of time if all of these things that they're writing about me are true then right. why do they not want to be with me and there's no real explanation.
2: Well the there. explanation is they're not in the place in their life that they're ready to take on the responsibility of a relationship I am no, not I where think
1: it's that they don't want to be in a relationship with you yeah but
2: I think there in in the delusional you know way that I've said these things mm-hmm. you know and I I could see when in this situation it is I don't want to be in a relationship with you yes. it is that yes. but you do kind of tell yourself you're like If A was C and C was B, um, I could, because I wouldn't just, I would say most breakups, especially in this world, that, like, you get to, like, do dating apps and life gets longer, Mm -hmm. that you don't just shack up with the next person you meet at college.
3: Right.
2: You do kind of think to yourself, well, if this had been different, maybe, but there's a lot I Well, then say that. Right, but then that also opens up the door for, like, I don't wanna ever give I think when you do the balloon breakup, you want the balloon to fly away. You don't want to hold on to the string. Right. So I think there's an element of like, if I said that I'm being a dick.
1: Because you're leading them on to think that there's maybe some, I there's could a come chance. back. But you think maybe you could come back.
3: No. Especially when they, I don't especially
1: think so. when they do come back right. after that. Especially when they do the balloon breakup and then they do come back. Well that's the thing with this guy. He didn't come, come back. back yeah. He's
2: not he's on the precipice of coming back. And what we're saying is if you come back, that is a Higher stakes thing. Yes. Don't just do that frivolously. Don't just say,
1: uh, "Hey, no. what's up?" Address. I think you. Here's what the thing. If you go back to someone that you've ended things with,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you need to address that you that what happened. Mm-hmm. That you've ended it in the past. I know I did X Y Z or I said X Y Z. This is why things are different now. Mm-hmm. This is what I am looking for. Right. And I think that you lose the privilege, you, you lose the ability to be like an ignorant bliss about what someone wants after you've ended it with them and you go back. Right. That's something you give up.
2: Right. You're not on date one.
1: Yes. This is you date can't pre- five. You can't, you can't try can't. to make it date one. That's very annoying.
2: That's the, yeah, I could see why that's. I have, and people do that.
1: People do that all the time. Right. And I think it's like very fucked up personally.
2: Oh, and people enter into it and then they go, well, what's going on? Why are they being weird? I'm like, they're living in the, the contract.
1: Right, what I saying. That's why it's like the annoying thing with this stuff is it always feels on the other end of it. Here's how it feels. It feels like the person forgot why they didn't like you,
3: mm-hmm. came back, mm-hmm.
1: sleeps with you, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Oh yeah, now I remember." I <laughs> actually no.
2: I am, I mean, <laughs> guilty as charged. All right. Been there. Well, I'm speaking from a place of like, don't feel good about you that. You feel
1: very used. I, I think. Well, yeah. I also right.
2: don't feel good to have been that person.
1: Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. And if so he, if, warning right.
2: you. Right. Yeah. You know? No, I'm
1: saying, and I'm saying, if he goes back without without thinking it and doing it in that method, I think that is that is the the harm he's causing. It's right. He's he's making someone. He's bringing someone himself back into someone's life because he's bored. Like he said, if he he needs to figure out if he's bored or wants some drama in his life. Or if he actually felt like he had a genuine connection with that person that he could see turning into a real relationship. That's the
2: thing to talk about with your therapist. Separating boredom from actual feelings.
1: And figure that out with your therapist (laughs) before you text them.
0: In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer.
2: play some games. ready? I'm ready. UUP at Benchers.com. Keep sending these in. These are fantastic red flag deal breakers this week. Wonderful. Great job, Candace. Candace, bringing it. He takes your trash as a keepsake from the date. I went on two dates with this man. We're both 31. The date was just fine. He went on a work trip after the second date. We were casually texting a few days after this date. I told him it's nice to get... uh, I just told him it's nice he gets monthly hotel stays and he brought our end-of-date kiss into it. It was a quick kiss, not a makeup. He saved the napkin he wiped my lipstick on. Red flag or deal breaker? Is this creepy or am I just not into it? So... We'll do. The, she sent screenshots. Okay, okay? let's right. read the text. I'll be him. Okay. Although I do wish I was closer to home so I could get some more of your lip gloss all over my face. Laughing face emoji.
1: I don't think it was all over your face. LOL. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Immediately not him. Immediately. He writes, "Okay, don't judge." Dot dot. And then he sends a picture of a napkin with lipstick on it
1: a li- with a lipstick imprint on it too it
2: looks like he kissed it,
1: yeah, it doesn't looks, it it looks like she kissed it right right but like then you get off the lip gloss or something because she said on the date um he saved the he wiped my lipstick on which i think is weird too i didn't really fully understand minute, that what? why did he wipe her lipstick off
2: on she the didn't say date, i wiped wipe my lipstick on he on.
1: Oh, maybe he, maybe they kissed the lipstick got on his lips and then he wiped it off his own lips. That's what I assumed. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because, but the way he wiped it off, it looks like he just went like this. <laughs> maybe that's why
1: she was not into it. Right. That's like the weirdest way to yeah. wipe off. Like, like, that's like, he's trying to keep it. Oh my God. Okay. We'll put, we'll put this on the Instagram. You got to put
2: okay. it. Yeah. This is. Okay. So then she writes back.
1: LOL. That's not all over. <laughs>
2: She's stuck on the definition of all over. <laughs> well, I'll happily take more next time. If you're up for it, of course. Ha ha. Okay. What do
3: this, you think? This, of this is a no.
1: Here's the thing. If <clears throat> they went on the date, went right. amazing. They wind up in a relationship. It's minimum three months in. He can say, Can I tell you something kind of creepy and weird that I Right actually from the first date when we made out and I took the lipstick off I actually saved the napkin I was like really into you. I would be like that's kind of cute. You cannot tell someone that right after. That's right, creepy.
2: Right. This is You like, have to establish
1: <laughs> like this is like a creepy little thing. I don't I don't blame him for doing it. If he was like really into her and he was excited mm. like fine keep it. Keep that shit to yourself.
2: Well, this is it's so funny you bring I was like this is great on a on a wedding. Yes. How we met Paige. Our story. This is a great our story, Paige. This is a great, like, he pulls it out at the wedding. People go fucking crazy for it. It does seem like the information of this type of thing, it feels like this information of, like, bringing something out from the first date. Women love that men would keep a keepsake from the first date. Mm Was fed into Chat GPT. And then <laughs> told him to do that. Told him to do this after the first date because women love it. No, oh. the way you're explaining it is exactly right. I, like it's too soon. It actually feels a little manipulative. It right, sounds you like to
1: tell them right after. Right.
2: Yeah. Because you're just going, well, I know women kind of get wet to this type of romance shit. So I'll bring it up so that I can let her know I'm looking to fuck.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel like he's definitely trying to date. <clears throat> if
2: he's trying to date and he's in love with her, this is like a sad story of someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Right.
1: Would you keep a napkin of someone you were just trying to I, sleep with? I just told you I wouldn't even say vows at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Our story page is blank, under right. construction. <laughs> right. as, Forever. Yes.
2: <laughs> this is this is no, this is he did it's either nerd who doesn't read the room well. Right. Or it's manipulative guy who's letting her know, like, hey, that kiss was great. Hint, hint. Or it's very creepy. That's the manipulative way is creepy. Yeah. The not realizing the temperature of the room is
1: kind of sad. Sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would not be into this either. Even if I was, she was kind of on the fence, it seems. Mm. But even if I was, like, really into the guy, I would be like, this is, like, a lot. It's it's really getting... Rid of the mystery. Right. Again, it would be cute after like we'd already, in like hindsight. After, so after. Like just so you know, I, I saved a matchbook from our first, from the restaurant because like I right. wanted to remember the date. Whatever. We don't
2: give out rules here, but to show someone their bodily fluids, <laughs> you need to have exchanged bodily yes. fluids. I think that's Agreed. a good rule. Here. That's a good rule. Um, But I do see this and I go, I was wondering, I was like, if I had had sex with a woman and we were having a good time and then she was like, I have to tell you something. We had our first date. I kept this. I wouldn't know how to react. I'd be like, "That's so sweet." I hope I would be at the same place they are.
1: Right. That well, that's the if you are, then it's fine.
2: Then it would be fine. Yes. But I would be, even then,
1: then I would you'd like, be then you'd be, uh, l- then you did it already. Uh, like recess. Well, that's what I'm saying. You <laughs> got to be like really secure in right. the relationship to talk about the creepy thing. Like I think I. This goes for like stalking someone online too. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to do. I don't care that he even took it. Like, right. he was into it. Like, after what, before I went going on a date with someone, or even after a first date, I might like stalk them, look at their Venmo. Sure. Look at other shit. I'm not telling right. them that.
2: Go to their house, look through the window. Yeah.
1: I, all of it. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Bring binoculars, exactly. masturbate in the tree, call all their friends. Call all their friends. Fine. <laughs>
2: Introduce yourself to their mom. At the screenshot their store. Instagram
1: stories. Look yeah. for people in the background. Yeah. Look up their profiles. I mean, yeah, you, do, uh, not, no, you do some. You know, you do you some know, creepy things. I've things. done some creepy stalking. Right. But I wouldn't tell someone about Smell it until I felt secure with them. <laughs> until it was too late.
2: <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. I. We're on the same page. It's this is a deal. But I, here's the only way I could imagine it, and if if there were, the, the the fact that it lacks this screenshot means it didn't happen is. I put it in my pocket afterwards. I don't even know why. Right. That, like that's the Look only way to get I out of this. Yeah. Let's do
1: another. It's one. So weird. I found the. Like, I was in the middle of a work presentation and I, whatever.
2: So weird. I sniff this every night before bed. Oh my
1: god. Gross. <laughs> okay. Um. Back. Their pickup line is asking you how much money you make. Backstory: I went out to a dancy bar with some girlfriends recently, and everyone was having a good time and chatting around with people. One guy came up to me while I was ordering a drink. And one of the first things he said to me was, how much money do you make? (coughs) And then when I brushed it off, he wanted to guess. And then he wanted me to guess how much he made. This was a very weird opener and I didn't really get his angle. Seemed like he was using it as a chance to tell me how much money he made. If that's the case and you want me to know your salary, which is still weird, then just tell me rather than playing the strange game. It was pretty off-putting. It was a deal breaker for me. Curious your thoughts on this interaction looking for gold digger.
2: Um, I don't believe that they would be like cool with it the way they just said they would would be cool cool with it. it. Hey, hey, what's up, (laughs) little lady? Make about 80 grand. (laughs) You into that? Kesha's awesome, isn't she? (laughs)
1: because <laughs> it's a dancey bar right
2: Dancing bar
1: <laughs> just dance up to you with hey. her
2: mm-hmm, 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 hey mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm, I have mm-hmm.
1: could you pass me that Because you passed me that drink here can you hold my copy of my W2 <laughs> ooh
2: got crushed with taxes last year
1: is a deal breaker it's a deal breaker of course
2: it's a fucking cheesy, such loser, a lame thing. Lame. Yeah, right. How much you make? I'll tell you how much I make. If you tell me how it's much you make. the first
1: thing you say. Oh, right. my God. This if, is the tackiest thing I've ever read.
2: It's so tacky. Um, This is this has Acme written all over it. <laughs> Just
1: <laughs> yeah. horrific.
2: This is uh, cringy.
1: This is gross. Yeah. I hate
2: hey, this. what are you paying health insurance a month?
1: <laughs> How much do you put into your 401k? Yeah. Hey, you get the match. <laughs> it's so stupid. There are people like this out there. That's almost the more surprising thing.
2: Yeah, they listen to Nick Vial's podcast. There you go.
1: Uh, we want something we want nothing to do with unless you'll have us on, in right. which case we can issue a public apology. Okay.
2: Mid sex, they bring up having kids with you someday. Ah. Uh-huh. <laughs> J and J have been seeing someone for about two months. He has to be exclusive. One month ago, for reference, I am 27, female. He's 28, male, and it's going well. However, he recently said something that threw me. While we were having sex, as I'm riding him, he says we would make the cutest kids. Hey, okay. that's a little. I, I was caught off. I was caught. I was caught so off guard since we just started dating, and of course, the fact that he chose to say it was, say it as he was inside me. My response was something along the lines of, yeah, it would be cute and hairy. <laughs> Since we both have
1: dark hair and a lot of it.
2: Okay. This is the least sexy sex this I've ever heard odd. about This darling. is an
1: awkward sex submission. Right. I,
2: I, was, I was trying to make a joke out of the situation because it was way too soon for me to hear something like that. I just can't imagine saying this to someone. I just started dating. The next day we were talking, we were taking a shower and he said, I know I'm going to fall in love with you. It typically takes me several months to fall for someone while I'm really into him. I just don't know if our paces are too drastically different. So Red Flag or Deal Breaker, he tells you what cute kids you'd have during sex and when you've only been dating for two months.
1: Okay. To me, it appears this guy is looking for validation that she is into their situation. Interesting. Yeah. He has to be, they've been dating two months. He has to be exclusive one month in. He's got a confidence issue. Yeah. And he's like very, very into her. Mm. And he needs, he's insecure. And so he's saying these things so he can, because she's not give. it doesn't sound like she's giving him that much. Right. So he's saying these things to like, try to, try to see where she's at.
2: Yeah. And, and honestly, the thing that like, the second one kind of is weirder is, the second one makes it more of an issue than the first one. I know I'm going to fall in love with you. That. Okay. That's him like, saying things don't that... break my heart. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me. I, that, to me, when you back it up with that, you're basic... Like, I don't know if those things... They, they, off, they obviously don't mean that much to him. You think? Like, the kid's thing is just said for what you said, for validation. Right. All he wants is validation. And not, the second
1: thing is also for validation. Yes. Like, what about you? I'm, I know I'm going to fall in love with you.
2: Right. And... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you, you're but I, I think when you say those things, it means that they don't all you want is the validation, not that you actually fall in love with them. Right. You know, like and then you deal with that. To me, her heart is on the line more than his. You think? Well, it, it to me, it sounds like, I don't know. He I, seems
1: very into her.
2: He seems into her. But I'm saying like none of those have consequences in the way for him that they might. What do you, you think, you think he should him,
1: say if he's feeling insecure? I'm enjoying your company. I don't know. <laughs> Imagine having sex with someone. and I'm enjoying your company. <laughs> well, not during sex.
2: <laughs> I'm really having a good time with you. I've said okay. that to women. Okay. And I go, I'm really having a good time with you. And
1: he's trying to fast track this whole thing. It feels and like exclusivity he, one month in is pretty quick, too. It's
2: pretty quick. I mean, did he make the exclusivity?
1: Yeah. He said he, he asked. asked me.
2: Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I, I, I think she it's might, a red flag. It's not yeah. a deal breaker because you're right. like, I. she even says I like him right. a lot. But you have to make sure, like, I would question, like, do you do this with a lot of women?
1: I would question that, but I also would ask yourself if you're giving him any sort of indication that you're interested.
2: Mm, like, is he trying to bleed a stone type of thing?
1: Right. Like, is he just, as, is he just kind of moving the relationship forward and you're not really giving much mm-hmm. or seeming like they're right into him, although you've agreed to... Be exclusive mm-hmm. but does he are you like are, maybe what he needs right. is is for you to say i val- like you
2: right a little validation
1: and, and she could even going say, too like, hard right she could even say i like you like i feel like you feel you're it seems like you're not sure if i'm into you or not i'm i'm very into you mm. i do feel like some of the things you say are like a little a little much for where we are right and
2: he might get more insecure from that
1: he might you know, like, right. it's, but if she else, but but, but it, maybe she, and maybe, but maybe he'll say, "I'm just not really sure where you stand. You don't really give me mm-hmm. that much, like." And it's, I know you think our children would be hairy. I don't <laughs> know if that means you like me or not. Like,
2: right. there's a menu item of things of things that this could be. Right. I think what they need to be aware of, like, it's he's not getting much from you. He's very insecure. He this is how he dates. He love bombs someone into liking him, and then he makes decisions. Yeah. You know, there's like a...
1: That's another way. Th- yeah, that's right. another There's just a
2: lot of different things that this could be that she needs to like, hey, we got to have a talk. Yeah. That is just in you're reality. you're saying,
1: he's saying these things for a reason. He wants something.
2: Right. Like if I, uh, that's why my first thought is like, he's saying these things, like it doesn't matter to him. Maybe it does. And...
1: Maybe it does. I right. don't think it's, it would be a crazy idea. I mean, he did ask her for exclusivity. So clearly he like is invested in this relationship. Right.
2: Janina, just a saw, red flag we remember. saw a red flag for me yeah. solve dating again we, we did, did it. it proud of us another week another dating savior that we are
1: we did it and uh if anyone who's listening feels like we they, they've been helped or <laughs> they should you know not be dating someone much younger than them or <laughs> they want to come on and refute ma- mean things that were said about them Welcome
2: to come on the show. Open invitation. We all we love a guest and uh, we'll be back on Sunday.
3: Bye.
1: The Uup podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge Morales- Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to UUP at betches.com.
0: Betches.